Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Final hour of the Lake Show, New Sock, 830 WCCO. Dan Hayes from The Athletic last night broke the news that the Minnesota Twins, because he's at the, the winter meetings, uh, well, I wouldn't even call these winter meetings, the Major League Baseball general managers meetings in Scottsdale, Arizona, because typically, you know, you have the meetings, you have multiple meetings throughout the year, and I wouldn't necessarily call this the hot stove time, because typically hot stove, you're talking about, like, Stuff in December. Yeah, yeah. I think of the off-season meetings as, as December. Yeah. So, but but there's a lot of conversation right now because technically we are into that phase and area of the, of the year. We're talking about who you're going to look to grab in free agency, who's going to be available. You start talking about payrolls, and payroll is a topic with regards to the Minnesota Twins, and something that Dan brought up yesterday. And I would say that he broke the news that Derek Falvey and the Twins have acknowledged that the Twins' payroll is going to go down. Um, in talking with um, Derek Falvey, the media, this is what he said at the annual general, uh, general manager's meetings. Quote, we've pushed our payroll to heights that we have never pushed it before with the support, certainly, of ownership. We know there is some natural ebb and flow to that. Will it be where it was last year? I don't expect that. I expect it less than that. So, naturally, when that's reported, when that's discussed and people are talking about it, there will be fans out there that will be frustrated and upset because the Twins carried a club record payroll $156 million during the 2023 season. And that ranked around league average, according to fan graphs. That's going to drop. It sounds like that the payroll this year is going to drop about roughly, what, 20-something million dollars this season. I think that fans 
are frustrated at hearing that? I am not. And the reason why I say that I am not frustrated, I don't anticipate every single year that the Minnesota Twins are going to increase their payroll. I do not expect every single year that the Minnesota Twins will keep their payroll where it was the year before. I think that this organization, this franchise, is going to have ebbs and flows. I think that there are going to be years where it's going, to get, it's going to go up there and you're going to be like, okay, that's the most they've ever spent. And then there's going to be years where you're like, you know what, they didn't spend as much than last year. They're about 10 or $20 million below what they spent last year. I just think that's the dynamics of Major League Baseball. I just think that's how it's going to happen. It's going to operate. So this doesn't – look, I'm not going to – to have lesser expectations for the Twins. I think that the Twins in the American League Central are the team to beat going into next season. Do I expect that to change based on payroll? No. Because the majority of the big-name guys, they've got them locked in. Carlos Correa, Byron Buxton, Jorge Polanco, Max Kepler, Pablo Lopez, Joe Ryan. I expect them to absolutely win this division again. And they've got young guys who we're not even talking about in terms of money and them being uh, pre-arbitration eligible and all that stuff, whatever. So I'm not bothered by this report. Your thoughts? No, I'm not at all either. And I'm going to go a step further and say that this isn't something that you can blame on team ownership for being cheap. A majority, not a majority. Let Let me walk that back. A lot of... Major League Baseball teams rely on television money. Absolutely. And and, and that is, it's not coming from, you know, the, the, the money's not coming from ticket sales, not coming from merch. It's not coming from all of these secondary sources. The primary revenue source for these teams are television contracts. And with all of the uncertainty around Bally Sports, Diamond Sports Group. It's a disaster right now. Yeah, there's so much uncertainty. So we're hearing, oh, man, the Twins are going to have less payroll. There are so many teams that are connected with these regional sports networks that are also in the same situation. Arizona, absolutely. Yeah, so, you know, I'm not going to sit here and say, well, you know, Twins are going to spend – if you're not going to get that TV money, if that's not guaranteed, you can't bank on that to be able to go out and sign free agents. And the reality is, is with the Bally Sports North, that netted the team $54.8 yes. million a year. They got to figure out how to get that back at some particular point. I'm not saying that it's something that you'll be able to tap into this year in terms of like mm-hmm. being able to get that number, but that's... That's good baseball players. That's a, that's a yeah. That, that is a lot of money. That's Shohei Otani. Yeah, that you, that you don't have. Yeah, that's that's maybe half a season of Shohei Otani. <laughs> but that's just the situation. You've got like the the Yankees. This is where people are going to be upset at the Yankees. But the Yankees have their own television network. They've got yes. You you've got you know Los Angeles. The Dodgers are in a different category because they've got. A, an isolated television deal. So many of these teams have relied, uh, you know, the, the Astros were on uh, AT and the AT and T Sports Network. Well, I, I think that you know the Mariners are on that. the The Rockies are on that. Uh, you know, the Rangers are on that. There are so many of these teams that right now are finding it in the same situation. If I'm, you know, if I'm 
agents and on players out there, I have to be aware that there's not going to be enough money to go around. It's unfortunate, you know, hopefully there'll be, it's not like, it's not like the NFL, like the NFL, the salary cap is always going to go up because they've got billion dollar contracts. It's just the unfortunate reality of the situation. And, you know, I don't feel like the twins get a pass though with this. I feel like fans, whenever you say payroll's going to, you know, payroll's going to go down, they instantly think, oh, the poll ad protector people, which I think is the wrong way to look at it. I don't look at it like that at all. I No, I, I know you don't, but I think a lot of people out there, they don't give the poll ads. Or, I think that's flawed that they do that. I, I'm not saying it's not. but hey, I Somebody, like somebody that, out there can challenge me on that, though, at 651-461-9226. That's the public perception, though, that the poll ads don't want to go out and spend money, even though you look at, I mean, before this deal for Carlos Correa, I mean, the biggest contract that they gave out was to Irvin Santana. So, I mean, they've gone out and they've spent money before. Uh, you know, the, to Joe Maurer. And so it's not like, but I feel like, yeah, people just look at them. They're like, oh, man, you know, okay, they had the one good year. And now, but in reality, too, they don't need to spend the money because you've got so many young players that you're hoping are going to be a part of it. Well, I think that the bottom line is, is if you look at where the Twins are at, they've got a lot of young talent in the organization. Team-friendly contracts. And, and, and the reality is, is in this point in time, I don't think that this is a, a year in which you spend a ton of money. I just don't. You don't spend money to spend because money. you've got the Edward Julians, you've got the um, uh, Matt Walner, Matt Walner, Royce, and Lewis. the Royce Lewises. This is not one of those years. Now I know that there are people out there, and you can call in if you'd like. That say, "No, Lake, this is when you do go all in. This is when you do go and you spend a bunch of money on a pitcher or two, and you put them into the mix." I, I don't view it that way. I don't. I, I'm not saying that you don't go out there and get a pitcher because I mm-hmm. definitely think that you need a good arm. Like if you don't have Sonny Gray, you got to replace Sonny Gray. Yeah, I, and it's not it's not something where Sonny Gray walks and you get his pick, and then you don't go get somebody else. I think that you need to go out. You need to have another arm in there. Yeah, and they are. Still, and Minnesota does not have the lowest payroll. No, they still are coming with a. They're coming from a position of strength too. When it comes, especially like the corner outfielders, Max Kepler is still. I know they exercise the team option. But there are still moves that you can make without going out and spending money. Because we were talking about it last night in terms of, was it last night or two nights ago, with Sonny Gray and the qualifying offer, which he's more than likely probably going to decline mm-hmm. to look at something a little bit long-term. It, yeah, that doesn't mean that the Twins don't you know look at bringing him back, but they've got options. The Twins have options. And real quick, because uh, a texter has, has, has texted in on the uh, – Cities one plumbing talking test on for the six five one. Minnesota has the lowest payroll, always been that way. That's just that's just frank, that's just not true. No, that, not that's even just not, that's just true. not true at all. Because because I'm gonna give you the facts. The facts are in payroll out of thirty teams, Minnesota was seventeenth with one hundred and fifty three million dollars. One hundred and fifty three million teams that spent less than the Twins: Seattle, Detroit, Milwaukee, Arizona, Washington, Kansas City. Miami, Cleveland, Cincinnati, Pittsburgh, Tampa Bay, Baltimore, and last was Oakland with $56 million. The Minnesota Twins spent $100 million more than Oakland. So please do not say that Minnesota has the lowest payroll because that's just just not correct. That's false. Yeah, it's not not even close to being factually correct at this point. the, The top two teams in all of Major League Baseball, the, the New York Mets 
at 353. Let me repeat this to you. The New York Mets spent $200 million more than the Twins. Mm -hmm. Do you hear me? The Minnesota Twins payroll was $153 million. The Mets spent $200 more. And they were one of the worst teams in baseball last year. It's not about spending money. It's, it's not. A, it's about spending money wisely and investing in the right players. Guess who was second? The the New York Yankees at 276. Guess who was third? The San Diego Padres. They were terrible. Terrible. So, come on. It's not just about spending money. It's how you spend yes. the money. Yeah. yeah. That's just the way that it is. And, I mean, you, you look at one of the lowest payrolls. I'm going to go to 28 and 29, especially 28. Tampa Bay, they never spend money. They are known as a penny-pinching organization. But what they do is they scout. They develop. Now, they, they don't retain, but they scout and develop in their minor league system is as good as it gets. Baltimore is at that point, too, where they've got a lot of really good young players under team-friendly contracts. So Baltimore is going to be competitive, but they don't have to spend that money right now. I think you can look at that's where the Twins are at. They don't have to spend that money right now. Like you said, the guys that they want with those contracts, they've already got locked up. Yep. 651-461-9226. Coming up next, i got a quick Wolves observation that I want to get to. We do that next year on The Late Show. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, I got a quick Timberwolves observation. Timberwolves actually in action right now in the third quarter as they lead the New Orleans Pelicans without Zion. Zion's not playing. 76-48. The Wolves are a better team right now than they were last year. And it's because Rudy Gobert's different. Rudy Gobert is healthy. Jade McDaniels is 
is better. You can just tell he's he's his game is smoother. He's super comfortable in his role. But Rudy Gobert is <laughs> I don't want to call him a monster right now, but man, he just looks so good right now. Now, Carl Anthony Towns, he's got to continue to to, you know, work on or just kind of, I don't, he, he just seems a little bit off here to start the year. Now he's having a good game tonight. But man, Rudy is a difference maker. Like, R- Rudy looks healthy. And, and we talked about this briefly last night with John Krasinski from The Athletic. Mm-hmm. He just looks a lot healthier. He looks more athletic. He looks more spry. And, and, and I think that he, he just, another thing, he looks more comfortable. Like, he, say, yeah, he, 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 just, he looks like it fits more. Well, and, and, and part of it is Mike Conley believes in Rudy Gobert as it. opposed to D'Angelo Russell. D'Angelo Russell just kind of like tolerated Rudy last year. That's different with Mike Conley Jr. 651-461-9226. When you look at Rudy Gobert, clearly Rudy Gobert just it, – it's we've gotten a better version of him so far to start off the year. And I appreciate that that the Wolves – have really worked on being a better version of themselves this year and know that the fans expect more. The fans expect this team to get better, and they should because you gave up a lot to get Rudy Gobert last year, and you're not just going to put it all on Anthony Edwards. The bottom line is you need this team to continue to grow, to continue to develop that chemistry, continue to be able to move forward. And that's just the bottom line. But but I, I love that about the Wolves. I think that they will continue to get better. Um, and I, I I think it's awesome, man. That, that That's pretty awesome. All right, we got a quick um, phone call that we need to take with regards to the uh, the payroll conversation from Chris in Fort Worth. What's up, Chris? Nothing much. How you been? I'm doing good, man. How are you? Doing well. But I, And I call because, like, living in a city where the, the Rangers won – the World Series, obviously. So, and they paid, I think the second baseman and shortstop, they make combined, it's like a half a billion dollars total. Not a year, obviously. But also the thing is paying players, but also getting the right coach. And And I think that this team... Wouldn't, the Rangers would not have been the same with Chris Woodward, who they fired, but having an old-school coach matters. Mm-hmm. I think it fully matters. So it's not necessarily it, – it's a combination. You pay, pay and get the players, but you also have to have a good coach. Oh, for sure. And you could get it done with a new-school guy or an old-school guy. But, yeah, managing matters, too. But 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 yeah. but you know one of the funny things about Bruce Bochy is Bruce Bochy walked into a situation where that's a talented roster, like he he yeah Bruce Bochy a lot of times he he, did, he, did, yeah. he he's yeah. he's not walking into dumpster fires, <laughs> right? Because because if you look at it, we talk about how Bruce Bochy won all these World Series, he also had bad years, a lot of bad years before. Yes, in between those. Yes. So yes, but it's he was the right. Coach for the that roster, and yeah. the roster was talented, and he got the most 
Um, and I'm not I gonna and, I, and I'm not gonna knock him for that because you know what, Dusty in, in Houston, he got set up with a great uh, opportunity as well when he walked in there. And 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 also just so last thing, just when I because it's about paying players and also managing is Ron Washington being hired in Los Angeles Love the it. Angels. Love it. They'll be they'll be a playoff team in next year. All right, thanks for the phone call from Chris in Fort Worth. I'm not sure. But, I mean, the Angels being a playoff team already? I, I got to see what they – well, I mean, we don't, we don't, we, we don't, yeah, we don't know where Shohei Otani is going to yeah, be. Yeah, I, I mean, Otani is – I think he's all but gone at that point. They're not a playoff team without him. No. No they, chance. They're not. And they've got a lot of bad contracts. Like, the, the Anthony Rendon contract has not worked out for them at all. They've got some nice young players – you got to keep Mike Trout healthy. I think Shohei Otani's gone. But th- talking about San Francisco, there was that like that stretch from 2010 to 2014 where like every other year the Giants would win the World Series. Mm-hmm. Beat the Rangers in 2010 and the Rangers went to back-to-back World Series. How about that? Like they went to a back-to-back World Series in 2010-2011, but the Giants won in 2010, then in 2012 by beating the Tigers. And then in 14, by beating the Royals. Just, I mean, Bruce Bochy is, I don't want to say he might be underrated to the casual baseball fan, but, I mean, it's no surprise that wherever Bruce Bochy goes, there are World Series champions not too long after. Yes. Yeah, there's, there's no question about that. All right, 651-461-9226. We'll take a break. We'll take a look at the local weather. And coming up next, you better look and you better check to see if you got any $2 bills laying around. I'll tell you why next year on the Lake Show. Do you have any $2 bills sitting around at home? Uh, you might want to check. U.S. Currency Auctions estimates that uncirculated $2 bills from 1890 could sell for up to, listen to this, $4,500. And uncirculated bills from nearly every year between 1862 and 1917 for at least a thousand bucks. Okay, uh, the auction site reports that collectors are offering these rates depending on factors such as printing method and location. Newer bills could also have significant value, as a two-dollar bill printed in two. Listen to this: a two-dollar bill that was printed in 2003 recently sold at an auction for $2,400. Hmm. A $2 bill printed yeah. 20 years ago is in circulation. It recently sold at auction for $2,400. This particular bill had a very low serial number for the 2003 series and was sold through Heritage Auction. It was later resold for four thousand. <laughs> I'm sorry. That, and now and now Heritage yeah. estimates it could now be purchased for six thousand. I am going home tonight and I'm looking to see if how many two dollar bills. I know I got a couple. Yeah. I'm dead sitting. No, I know I've got a couple. So you're not coming into work tomorrow then? Is what you're saying. I'm definitely coming into work tomorrow. Or maybe I should just look for them while I'm at home. I can do the show from home tomorrow. 
Yeah, I, and just look, and just look through. You, like you in might, commercial you, breaks, I could just yeah. You, you might know. as well. And I'll just text you. Well, hey, Henry, thirty seconds. And then I, you can. Just... I'd be like, yeah, I found another one. Okay, yeah, it'll be fishing. It'll be fun. It, it'll be like uh, um, it'll be like a scavenger hunt. No, it'll be like uh, uh, DJ Khaled. Another one. Another. <laughs> another one. <laughs> I'll just I'll have the drop ready to go. I mean, think about that. A two dollar bill could be worth five grand. What? Here, here's my question with that. Like, what constitutes an uncirculated bill? Does it say? Because they're talking about it being uncirculated. I mean, wouldn't everything have to be circulated at one point for us to get our hands on it? I don't know what the. I mean, I don't know what they mean I, I, I mean, by uncirculated. Yeah, no, I, I, I don't either. I figure everything is, is is circulated unless you're getting it right off the press. But a two dollar bill is like. I'm kind of surprised they're not around as much anymore. Well, the Federal Reserve reported that in 2022, $2 bills in circulation amounted to $1.5 billion, a small fraction of the total $54.1 billion currency circulated that year. Now, this is the deal. I, I don't know how many people out there listening are into the whole $2 bill thing, but one of the things that's addressed in this article, it says the question is posed, is the $2 bill rare? In 2017, okay, this is, in, this is in response to is the $2 bill rare. In 2017, there were $1.2 billion $2 bills worth double that in circulation, according to the U.S. Currency Education Program, making them uncommon but not rare. So the question, so the answer to it is $2 bills are not rare. They are uncommon. Okay. They are uncommon. I, I'll ask you, do you have any at home? No, I don't. Not to your knowledge? Not to my knowledge, no. I, to my knowledge, and I'm not 100% certain, mm-hmm. I know for a fact that I do have a couple of $2. But I, I would say, I'm, and this is just guessing now. Yeah. I would guess that I have probably four or five. Really? Yeah. Okay. Because I, I, I mean, I, just, I, I would say, it just I would like... say over, the, over the last 15 yeah. years, just me looking at them and saying it's it's kind of you don't come across them that much. Yeah, everyone that I come across, I'm going to save. It. So, oh, I, that's that was going to be my next question. So, when you come across one, do you just you you take it, and you pocket it, you keep it at home? You you never use no, it I as put, part put, of a transaction. No, 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 no. I don't okay. use it. I don't use it in a transaction. Okay. If I come across a two dollar bill out there, and I'd love for people to weigh in on this six five one four six one nine two two six. I I don't reuse it. I just hold on to it. Now I'm dead serious. I was at. This is like a couple years ago. This is pre-pandemic. I was somewhere, and I'm talking about at an establishment. And I don't know if it was a grocery store or what type of store, but I paid with cash, clearly. Mm-hmm. And they gave me a $2 bill back. Really? Really? Bit, yeah. It happens. No, it happens. I know I'm not the only one. There's somebody out there listening that's been given change in the form of a $2 bill. I, I don't. I, I probably – it's probably happened to me. But you, you don't know that that's ever happened to you in your life? I, I – I mean, nothing that stands out, nothing that I can remember. Oh, no. that's happened to me multiple times. I'm sure it has, but maybe I just, I, I don't remember it. Maybe it just wasn't that big of a deal. Hey, let's head to the phone lines. Let's start with John in his car. What's up, John? Hey there. Uh, on a similar uh, topic about uh, coins, I have a 1985 penny cent uh made in denver that i got in a roll of pennies that were brand new Mm -hmm. back when they were first issued okay the key to that two dollar bill and my penny is the condition 
of the item. Okay. With coins, they have a scale going from 1 to 70, 70 being perfect, and the higher the number, the more it's worth. Okay. This particular penny that I just sent in to one of those professional services. Yep, just like Heritage. Uh, graded my. Yep. Well, that wasn't Heritage. No, I'm saying. No, no, I'm saying. No, no, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying something, something similar to to that. Yep. Yes. Yes. I got a uh, 68 score on my penny. 68 out of 70. That coin is going for about seventy dollars for that penny. Are you serious? That I saved. Yes. Now the sixty-nine grade, one grade higher for that penny, nineteen eighty-five D, is going for around twelve hundred dollars <laughs> at Heritage. You go to Heritage and research that coin; they go for over a thousand dollars. Oh my for goodness! Penny. For penny. So, so let me ask you this. Let me ask you this, John. Do you have it like in a case? Like, do you have it? I know you've got it like separated, almost like a, a, a sports memorabilia card. Yeah. Well, you, you know, when I sent it in to get graded, there are uh, several companies that do that, and you know, they uh, that that's what the auction places are going to look for is to have it certified. And when you, uh, I think it cost me about $30 all said and done to get that coin certified. But it comes back in a plastic case at that point. So it's protected. So let me, let me, wear and tear. So let me, let me, let me ask you this, John. Let me ask you this, John. When did you know that you had something with those coins? I've been saving coins my whole life. Okay. Uh, when I got the, that penny, I was a manager in a convenience store. Part of my job was to get a change order on a regular basis. And when I would open a roll of coins uh, as needed for the catch registers and notice that they were uh, brand new that just came from the, uh, from the mint, uh, I would make an attempt to save a few rolls. So... I did that, and I've been sitting on them for, well, that goes back. I think I, well, that was 80, 85, I, I got that, but I've got some that were late 70s. Oh, that's awesome. And I probably have a, a several dozen rolls. You know, I, I opened up that roll with the uh, uh, the 85 cent in it, and they're all brand new, shiny red, like the day they were manufactured. I looked at about 10 of them under a microscope to see what sort of dings and blemishes were in there. And out of the first 10 I looked at, I picked two of them, sent them in, and both of them came back with a 68 grade on that. And after I looked up the value of that and saw that a 69 grade was, you know, over $1,000, I thought, well, I better get busy and look at the rest of the coins in that roll and see if I could find anything a little bit better than that that's so it's, awesome it's fine yeah yeah hey, like that. hey hey john thank you so much for the phone call man i appreciate it great contribution to the show i appreciate the phone call 651-461-9226 let's go to pam who's in st paul what's up pam so every year our our company has an employee of the year uh-huh. our boss gives away four hundred dollars in two hundred two dollar bills to the employee that wins Wait 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 wait, wait 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 say that again. You say every year you guys do what? Now you have you have an you have an employee party. 
Yeah, no, we have an employee of the year. Whoever has, you know, makes employee of the year. Yep. He hands them. He hands that person four hundred dollars in two dollar bills. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, wait. Four hundred. Four hundred dollars all in two in two dollar bills. All in two dollar bills, two packets. So wait, and you won it twice. I won it twice. One um one time. The first time I just threw him in the bank, not knowing anything about him. The second time, my husband took him out of my hand and put him away. So, oh, oh, so hold on, oh, hold on, hold on. I got to hold on. So the, <laughs> hold on, Pam, hold on. So Pam, the, the very first time you went to the bank and you gave them the $2 bills. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't know. I just put them in the bank. I didn't think nothing about it. Okay. You know? you didn't, you didn't, so, so, so my husband looked at me. So, th- so those are, those are gone. All right. So Pam gave, she those basically gave those away to the bank. No, you, you got the money, but you gave the $2 bills away. Then the second time around, Husband was like, no, 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 no. He's like smacking your hand like, no, we're not taking these back to the bank. So so you've got all those $2 bills. My question to you is, after listening to this story and what we've been talking about, do you think you'll do your research on them? No, I, I won't. My husband will. I, I could care less. I, you oh. know, that's too much, too much for me. I mean, he, he collects coins and all kinds of stuff, and I don't care. Oh, God bless so. your husband. God bless your husband. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I just don't care. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, that's every year well, that's, dollar bills. You know, that, that, that's awesome. Thanks so much, Pam, for for the uh, for the uh, for the phone call. I do, uh, I truly do appreciate your uh, contribution to the show. That's awesome. But think about that. Pam, I mean, I know her husband was probably. I know how this went. You did what? You did what? Because they're. And I'll repeat what they said in the story. $2 bills are not rare, but they are uncommon. And I'll say this again. Every time I come across a $2 bill, I put it away. I, pu- I put it away. I am somebody that has one of the um, one of the little, uh, like, um, what do they call it, um, safes, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, I have one of them, and I'll put stuff in there. Mm-hmm. Man, Pam. Yeah. I need to sit down with Pam and her husband. The first thing, <laughs> you know, the first thing that came to mind when she's talking about all those two dollar bills, is, I think about J. Dave Chappelle. I'm rich, man. I'm rich. I'm rich. <laughs> Can't say the rest of it, but it's just like, man. Oh man. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I don't blame Pam's husband for you know yanking him out of her hand. I'd have been like, what? What? We, no, yeah. we're, no, we're not doing that. Yeah. Hey, baby, I'm, I'm going to give you the money here. <laughs> yeah, Just give me those $2 bills. Here's a cashier's check. I'll take this. You know, you know, just make sure you have two forms of ID. That's, that's crazy to think she was sitting on all of that. I wonder now if her boss will, like, change what they did. $200 In terms of, of doing that, will they continue to do that? That's my thing because, like, yeah, you're giving away these the 200, you know, $2 bills, but – I mean, what? But but this is the thing, and so and so this this texture for the six five one says her two dollar bills are probably worth two dollars. They got reprinted in two thousand seventeen. It doesn't matter; they're still uncommon. You don't come across two dollar bills every single day. That's the point. So I, I'm not I'm not we're not talking about this just because some people are out there have these very rare. Uh, two dollar bills that they're that are going for forty five hundred dollars yeah. or a couple of thousand dollars. The reality is this $2 bills in itself, I don't care when they're reprinted in 2007, they're still uncommon to they're find. Uncommon, yeah. and, and when you come across them, I mean, 
look, maybe I'm overvaluing $2 bills. I probably am. Well, I mean, based on the story, it's something we should be cognizant of. Oh, man, I just, I love the story. But see, it's, it's good that you said there's a difference between being rare and being uncommon. Yes. Because if, when I... I'm when not I, saying that if you got a $2 bill out there, you're rich. That's, see, not that's what, what I'm saying. I, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> I'm going to go look through $2 bills, and if I see a $2 bill, I'm, you know, I'm rich. I'm rich. I got 2400 That's not what I'm saying. No, that's what you're saying. Oh, 651-461-9226. I'm final, rich. Final segment up next. I love that we're all about our money. Got to get that money, man. Got to get those $2 bills. Text line from the 651. I have a $2 bill that my mom put in my baby book in 1964. A text line, I'll buy it from you right now for four bucks. I'll, I'll double it. <laughs> Boy, you can turn a profit from Henry Lake. Look at him. <laughs> That's got to be a sentimental yeah. thing, man. Their baby book? You know, but That's but awesome. I think, though, there are probably a lot of people out there that could probably relate to that. That their grandparents or somebody gave it to them as a memento because it's just something cool. Like, I, that's something I, you know, my grandfather would do. Right, like, and he passed away back in '93, '92. But yeah, that's totally something that that he would have done. Like something fun and unique, where it's just kind of something that you can look back on and cherish, as you mentioned, more as a sentimental thing. And now, I mean, you got the right ones. I mean, might be able to, you know, buy a house or something. Hey, I'm gonna tell you right now. Next time. You got a little next pep in your summer, step, man. You got some pep hey, in your ne- step. Next summer, I'm going to hit the club and make it rain yeah, with $2 go. bills. There you go. I'm going to go hang out with Pam. Hey. Make it rain I, in the club with $2 I, bills. I don't think I don't think Pam's going to the Silhouette Club down the road, though. The what? I know. What's the Silhouette Club? Uh, it's like a it's like some sort of Silhouette Club down the road. No, by. I'm talking about going to Redstone. Oh, Redstone. Okay. Go to Redstone and make it rain okay. on a chopped salad. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you, you and I are thinking different things. <laughs> You and I are thinking yeah, get different your, things. Get your head out the gutter. Well, dude, when you say I'm going to go to the club with $2 bills, I mean. I don't go to clubs like that. The only clubs I'm going to are the clubs that are like good restaurants. Uh, oh, see, no, you got to specify. Yeah, see. Now, I don't go to those nudie bars like you go to. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they look at me and they're like, excuse me, sir, the clearance area is over there. You know, I, I don't. Uh, no, I don't, I don't go to those places. I've never been a strip club guy. I don't know. I never, never really, like, I was never really into it. Never. I, I don't believe. But that. I mean, how many? You don't believe? I don't me? believe that. No. You don't believe? Although I, I think you're all about the strip club. <laughs> yes. Yes. I tell you, they see. You me look like, like a strip club guy. Yeah. Yeah. It's a gullible guy with a wad of cash, <laughs> thinking that every woman there loves him. That's you know that that's that's you that's you Chris I'm, I'm yeah. sorry man yeah I mean you can you can admit it I mean you you probably got gotten for a couple of dollars it's <laughs> yeah, fine. yeah I've gotten got it's, for it's a couple all good of, but I thought she liked me Henry <laughs> I know thought right she liked me I know I know I that's, mean we were having a nice conversation you thought it was love at first sight that's I what you did. thought it was I I did that's what you thought it was I mean it was like a nine hundred number I mean I I had to pay by the minute but it was <laughs> I thought it meant something. Hey, thanks so much to Allie Homan for being on the show from CoreCapper.com. Damn you, Destiny. Congratulations again to uh, Division One commit of University of Maryland baseball, P.J. Hill. I mean, not P.J. Hill, P.J. Jones. P.J. Hill, gosh. 
smoking you, something. You got $2 bills on your mind. Yeah. Let's make it rain with $2 bills. <laughs> Going to the club. PJ Jones. That's awesome. All right, we'll talk to you guys tomorrow night. Same time. The Lake Show from 6 to 9 right here on WCCO. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. 